What you gonna do, brother? New WWF figures got the power. Dad, is my turn yet? It's only been ten minutes. It's been four hours. What's up with that? Oh my god! Hey yo! Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 24 of the WrestleGeddon Podcast. I am your still very hoarse host, Chris the Heat Matthews, joined with your other host, Garrett G. Money Munn. And yes, yes, we are the only third degree wrestling podcast. And like Orange Cassidy, we are freshly squeezed. And no, our parents do not have to sign a permission slip for us to do this like Marco Stunt's parents do just for him to be in the damn ring. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Alright, so, what's happening? Nothing much, man. Nothing much. Oh, lots of stuff to talk about. We got some uh, pretty good feedback on the episode last week. So, we're going to continue with that same style format. So, you've all watched the shows. We don't need to run down who won, who lost. We're just going to tell you what sucked. And what we liked and things like that general discussion because that's a little more fun um as always be sure to follow us on twitter at wrestlegetting podcast with one d because twitter can only handle one d uh instagram at wrestlegetting pod with two d's because yes instagram can handle the two d's and emails any comments questions and concerns at askwrestlegettingpodcast at gmail.com and that's going to run down housekeeping. So now, let's jump in to the news. Well, hotline fans, I have got a hotline rumor for you. The number, what's the number? Let me call the number. In the Hulkster's hotline, you may do so by dialing one 945 Okay. So, uh, hit him with the news. All hey, right. Our wrestling news this week. Um, we finally got Mercedes Martinez. Uh, she finally signs with NXT, <clears throat> which is long, long overdue. Martinez should have been signed after the first May Young Classic. I don't know what happened, why she wasn't signed. I'm not, obviously not in on the uh, the backstage dealings with that stuff, but um. On top of that, she's had two appearance with, appearances with AEW. And they dropped the ball big time on that, too, with having a 20-year veteran on their roster. But uh, we'll talk a little bit more about that when we get into um, our AEW discussion later on. Mm-hmm. Speaking of AEW, we also saw that Austin Gunn, son of Billy Gunn, signed with AEW. That's yeah. actually actually pretty cool because they've been tagging quite a bit. Um, actually, next week's AEW Dark has a uh, match between with uh, Billy Gunn and Austin Gunn teaming against Sean Spears and someone else. I always hope they're tag teams to ask men. <laughs> That'd be awesome. 
And Son of a gun. Yeah, that too. <laughs> and the best news that came out of this week, we're getting our ice cream sandwiches, y'all. Yes. We're getting them. Finally. You know, Punk's been saying we need to bring them back since like 09. Yep. And we're getting them. We just won't get one that's Punk, but, you know, we'll have to do what we get. And the, the downside is they're, they're ice cream sandwiches. They're not the ice cream bars. So there's no stick, there's no chocolate coating on them, but I'll take what I can get. Um, you can actually track store availability on those two if you go to Good Humor's website. Um, you can click on it and you can type in your zip code and it will tell you which stores have it available. There's nothing yet within 100 miles of our zip code because I checked this yesterday because I was about to go do some, uh, some ice cream hunting for these uh, ice cream sandwiches. So. <laughs> Because I am a fat ass. What's <laughs> wrong so, with that? Pretty cool. Pretty cool. Uh, there was a bit of figure news as well this week. Uh, Mattel had showed off images for Series 2 of the Masters of the WWE Universe line. Um, and I forgot to put my phone on Do Not Disturb. So you're going to have to deal with that little beep there. Um, yeah, so Series 2 of the WWE Masters of the Universe, Masters of Eternia, whatever it is, Walmart exclusive line. Uh, Series 2 does have the Macho Man, uh, the New Day, Manny Faces, which <clears throat> Eternal handle on the top, and that's all three faces of the New Day. So it's pretty cool. Sounds pretty cool. Uh, that's uh, pretty much it for figure news. I didn't really see anything else. Um, Ringside is actually getting another Yushin Thunder Liger figure, um, this time in all black, and that will be a Ringside exclusive, probably around the same, you know, $70 price range as the previous one. So. <coughs> yeah. So that's going to wrap up the news. Yep. Wrap up the news. So stay tuned. Take a quick break, and we'll be right back with our Get in the Ring segment. What's up, everyone? This is Chris the Heat Matthews, the host of the WrestleGeddon podcast, and I want to tell you about Anchor. Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast, and they give you everything you need in one place for free, which you can use right from your phone or computer. The creation tools allow you to record and edit your podcast so it sounds great. They'll even distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard everywhere on places like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and many more. You can easily make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. So download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. All right, we are back. So... Let's get in the ring. Alright, so let's jump into Monday Night Raw. 
Um, I did watch Raw. I did fall asleep. Um, so I ended up missing the anything involving Lana, Lashley, and Rusev. So that was a plus. Um, unfortunately, I missed uh, Styles and Tazawa, which I'm sure was pretty decent. But um, biggest thing, um, Brock Lesnar entering the Royal Rumble at number one. Number one. I assumed that they're going with Lesnar defending the title during the Royal Rumble. But completely wrong about that. Well, we still got time. I mean, maybe someone will talk him into it. I doubt it, but, you know, maybe. I don't think it's going to happen. Um, I am intrigued by it, though. It is something different that they're doing with Lesnar. I mean, what what's left for Lesnar to do? Correct. Like, honestly, like he's done pretty much everything that WWE has to offer. Um, so, go to the Royal Rumble at number one, destroy everybody, win the Rumble. Which I doubt is going to happen, but we shall see what they have planned. Um, what else happened? Saw the return of the Big Show, which was quite, uh, quite surprising. A pleasant surprise. Teaming with Joe and Owens to take on Rollins and AOP. It looks like it's not a one-time thing either, especially after the the comments that Big Show posted on his uh, Twitter, Instagram, one of the two afterwards. I think it was his Twitter. Saying that uh, he basically has a, a hand for all three of them whenever they want it. So. Oh, they're booked next week in a fist fight. The same three. Six-man, fist-fight, tag match. Whatever the fuck that is. I don't know what that is. I don't care. Um, the other thing come out of this, too, McIntyre pretty much really playing to the crowd, like, all night. Like, during his match with No Way Jose. Like, the crowd was, like, freaking out when he started taking out the, uh, the conga line. They are cheering to him, like, one more time. and <laughs> Yeah. So it was pretty awesome. <coughs> <clears throat> Did uh, did you see uh, Rowan's pet spit blood on a chopper? I did not see that. I don't know if he like they, they. I don't know if he was like eating his face or if he like spit blood. I I don't know, but like he Rowan like grabbed his face and put it up to the cage, and then like the guy came back and his face was all blood all over his face. So, well, yeah. I'll tell you who knows what's inside Rowan's box. Mojo Raleigh. Yeah. So, of all people, Mojo Raleigh. Yeah. Fucking Mojo. Fucking Mojo. So, I think this is a good time to play What's in Rowan's Box. Well, I, I would definitely say, a, you know, could be, it still could be a decapitated head. Maybe he freshens it out a little bit, spits a little blood out of the end, right around the neck artery area, you know? Never know. <laughs> Oh, uh, let's see. What's in Rowan's box? I think Rowan has inside his box. I'm trying to think of something like completely off the wall and disgusting, and I can't think of anything. So, you know, we actually want people to listen to the podcast. Yeah, but it's more fun this way. 
I'm going to say a roadkill possum complete with tire tracks out in the middle. There you go. Yeah. That's more like it. <laughs> he is kind of that hillbilly, like country type thing. So who knows? Who knows? <laughs> oh, so other than that, like there really wasn't too much on Raw. No. Um, Andrade Mysterio was a pretty solid match. Um, of course, Andrade retained the U.S. title after he ripped off uh, Mysterio's mask. So we're definitely not done with Andrade and Mysterio. No, no, no. Nope. So uh, let's move on to one of the best wrestling shows of the week, NWA Power. Yeah, 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 yeah. So... Pretty solid show again. But my biggest thing coming out of this is why are we pushing Ricky Morton for an NWA title shot? You know, my other thing is is is, is, is it kind of goes in with that too. Is it seems like all this has like a storyline with like three or four different guys. Mm-hmm. Like he's got one with Tim Storm. He's got one with, you know, now he's got one with Ricky Morton. And now he, he kind of has one with, uh, I mean, he's technically not done with James Storm. Nope. He's technically not done with Marty Squirrel. So, like, he has all these people who are, like, you know, you know kind of chomping at the bit or whatever. But, like, there's all these different weird and shitty storylines. And he's just like, which one are you going to go with today? Like, even, like, when they opened the show, you know, they did that whole... Tim Storm segment, which his entire promo was great. It's a great promo. Oh, yeah. And then having Camille come out there and just slap the shit out of him and just put the icing on the cake. But uh, but then later on, like it really doesn't matter because it's going to be Ricky Morton and him. So what's the point of him and Tim Storm? And that's, that's true. That's one of my things. The other thing I'm looking at, too, is... At least the storylines in NWA, even with all this being like four different things, still more consistent than half the storylines in WWE and AEW. Yep. That's true. And I huge props to Billy Corgan for the work that he's done rebuilding the NWA brand. So, uh, what we have, we had a couple, um, we had the, uh, Next match in the TV title tournament with uh, my man outlandish Zicky Dice taking on Caleb Conley. Did you watch that match? I did. He said it like every five seconds. Oh, every yeah. movie did. Outlandish. <laughs> oh my God. Dude's growing on me, man. Oh, like yeah. I'm loving some Zicky Dice. So, uh, but he did pick up the win over Caleb Conley. So, of course, he's moving on to the next round. Um, uh, we had Ricky Starks and Nick Aldis, which you know, prompted more from, which really prompted the whole um, Ricky Morton thing going into the rest of the show. Um, then we get a three-on-three match. I don't know when that's happening. Uh, I'm assuming like, in the next couple weeks. Um, so it's Aldis, Scott Steiner. Who else is on Aldis's team? No, Aldis is not in the match. So oh, Scott Aldis Steiner and the, the wild match. cards. Okay. And then Ricky Morton's not allowed on his team. So, so it's, Morton's got three people that he's picking. Yeah, which one's going to be his tag partner? Uh, 
Well, you assume. You don't think so. That would be yeah. Gibson. So. Yeah. Yeah. So, you would assume it too. Yep. So, NWA. Pretty good. If you're not watching NWA, 6.05 every Tuesday on YouTube. It's free. There's no reason why y'all shouldn't be watching it. Support the NWA. Great show. Oh, let's jump into NXT, which started out huge with one of the best women's rosters in all professional wrestling right now. <coughs> so we had a uh, huge brawl between Ripley, uh, Tony Storm, Candice LeRae, uh, Kaylee Ray, Io Shirai, Bianca Belair, which ended up becoming a six-woman tag match, uh, which saw Ripley Storm and LeRae go over um, Kaylee Ray, Io Shirai, and Bianca Belair. Um, there's one spot in that match where um, Bianca tagged herself in. Shirai pretty much had the match won. Bianca tagged herself in, and then Shirai like double stomped Belair and like kicked her ass. And it was awesome. She just like walked out and done. It was great. Oh, what else we have? Um, we had two matches in the Dusty Roads Classic. We had Imperium defeat the Forgotten Sons. And then we had Undisputed Era defeat Gallus. Nice. Nice, nice, nice. Uh, what else we see? Finally saw the debut, NXT debut of future Mrs. Zack Ryder, Chelsea Green. So that was pretty cool. Finally see her debut Which NXT. I didn't see NXT. I kind of like looked at some stuff. Um, I guess she came out and beat up Yim. Yeah, it was after um, Caden Carter. After the Yim Caden Carter. I, and apparently her and Robert Stone, who also debuted... Or forming a faction or some some kind. Yep. So so he's pretty much like a promoter, like a Paul Heyman type thing. Got you. So. It'd be interesting to see how <coughs> that all I've gathered from it. So how that all comes together. Um, we also got the reveal for Kishida's tag team partner, um, which is none other than Alex Shelley. So we have the reformation of the Time Splitters. Super hyped about that. Alex Shelley is phenomenal. And we all know how much I love Kushida. So, really looking forward to those two in the uh, Dusty Rose Classic. <coughs> uh, and Keith Lee is the number one contender for the North American title. So, he'll be taking on Roddy. I believe that. Um, the next pay-per-view. So that's the uh, big stuff out of NXT. So let's roll into AEW Dynamite. 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 Now I've got some issues with AEW. Specifically their women's division. It seems like I got an issue with AEW every week. I mean... I mean, 
This is what happens when you know you have wrestlers run a run a basically run a programming of other wrestlers. Yeah, what happened? It has problems. And you know the talent by AEW is phenomenal. Like the the matches are entertaining. I just like I said last week, I can't really get behind a lot of the characters. So they're not they don't make me care about these characters. But when you put off a title match, you know, Statlander had some prior engagements, so we didn't get Rio versus Statlander last week. So we're anticipating it this week. And then what happened was like a rolling pile of hot steaming garbage in a dumpster fire of a matchup with the whole Nightmare Collective interfering, and it just took away from the title match. Just made it seem like it was just another match. So it was not cool. No. Not at all. I mean, another thing would be, too, is like, as much as, you know, I I can't complain about having Omega and Paige in a match as a tag team. (coughs) I can't complain. But for somebody who's trying to be out of the elite and trying not to be tag team partners with him, I understand it's probably storyline, whatever, but he wrestles with him every single week, it seems like. Pretty much. Yeah. Um, we did get some pretty good matches. We got um, Sammy Guevara taking on Christopher Daniels. Um, that was pretty solid until the end when the Dork Order came out. And tried to recruit Daniels. Fucking dark order. This this whole episode of Dynamite was pretty much a group trying to recruit somebody. Yep. Then it just like it's getting old. Like really get old. It's just like we don't have anything else to do. So how about, you know, these guys go recruit these guys and you know we'll have Nightmare Collective go try to recruit Statlander and let's have Jericho recruit Moxley for the inner circle. Just, Yep. Uh, we also had Cody and Dustin defeat the Lucha Bros. That was a really good match. Really solid matchup. Um, Cody didn't answer NJF's uh, requirements to wrestle him, which are dumb anyway. We talked about last week. And uh, that sparked the MJF DDP thing, which ends up basically in a... Six-man tag for next week, I guess, is what it's going to be. Um, so so here's the thing with that. Yeah. <clears throat> you see how AEW kind of books the legends? Yeah. Like the older older guys. Like, they use them to kind of bring in eyes to the brand. Yeah. Where WWE's like, hey, let's just bring Hulk Hogan in for no reason. Yep. And it's... it's we all want to see Hulk, the Hulkster, brother. It's like, hey, we're, we got a show in Saudi Arabia. Let's bring Hulk Hogan in for it. All right, brother. So, I'll be right there. Like, for real, for no reason at all. Like, you know what's going to happen. Like, the six-man tag match that they've announced for Bash at the Beach next week for EW's event with Dustin, QT Marshall, DDP, taking on The Butcher, The Blade, and MJF. <coughs> you know, more than likely what's going to happen is MJF, Butcher, and Blade are going to win in that match. So DDP's purpose there, you know, in this matchup that he's in, is to help elevate 
the younger stars. Correct. And even if it does happen that, that team with DDP, DDP wins, they're still going to make MJF, Butcher, and Blade look good. Absolutely. So it's still going to be a win-win thing where WWE doesn't look at it like that. No. No. No, no, no. Oh, what else? Jurassic Express took on the best friends in a phenomenal matchup, which finally saw Jungle Boy getting his first win in AEW. And on the plus side, we got to see Orange Cassidy wrestle. So, that yeah. was a win-win situation. He didn't have his hands in his pockets the whole match. He did not. Nope. Nope. A few he times, even, but... He even hit his stunner. He did. <coughs> yep, yep, yep. So, good time. Good time. There's there. And we talked a little bit about Moxley, the inner circle. Um, the pay-per-view is until, like, the end of February, the 29th. And they're already, like, kind of, like, exhausting their options with Jericho and Moxley. I agree. I think they should have drawn it out a little bit more. Or maybe had, like, Moxley be part of the inner circle for a couple weeks. Then going into the pay-per-view, then turn on Jericho. And be like, yeah, I was just doing this because I didn't have anything else to do type thing. Yeah, I mean, I... I think that would have been probably a better way to go about it. Um, definitely to draw it out to where it doesn't seem like it's stale. Like they kind of were, and they've kind of done with every decision that anyone has to make. They have to apparently wait two weeks before they can answer a question. But, yep. Uh, yes, indeed. Oh man. Seems like we could book AEW better than what they're doing. Yeah, I think so, we probably could. I think maybe next week we should uh, we should probably book an episode of Dynamite. No problem. So, so <laughs> we'll, each, uh, we'll book our own matches for an episode of Dynamite. So match so, number one is gonna we're gonna uh, we're gonna call in Hornswoggle. We're gonna do Hornswoggle versus Marco Stunt first match yep. of the night. <laughs> It's gonna be our show stealer, Sunny Kiss versus Billy Gunn. <laughs> and a twerk off. <laughs> twerk off. <laughs> oh, that's phenomenal! Just phenomenal. But we'll, we'll take it a little more seriously, so we will we'll see if we can uh, come up with a better card than what AEW has put out for an average episode of Dynamite. And then you can decide which one of us booked the better show. Yeah. yeah. I think it'd be good. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe we'll get some feedback. Maybe. From the 10 people that listen to this podcast. Yeah, maybe. So... <laughs> That's pretty much the rundown. Um, no pay-per-views coming up this weekend. Uh, we do actually the second night of Wrestle Kingdom. Yes. Which um, the big thing coming out of that was Yushin Thunder Lager's final match um, and farewell. Which he actually lost. Yep. Which, you know, makes sense. Uh, That's generally a, usually in Japan. Yeah, like, I mean, or, but usually anywhere, though. Usually lose. 
But, uh, yeah. Oh, so we had, um, night two of Wrestle Kingdom, then we had, um, New Year's Dash. Was there a follow-up show to Wrestle Kingdom, though? Which, um, New Year's Dash actually saw, um, Suzuki. A little altercation between Suzuki and, um, Oxley. So that's kind of interesting there, too, is where they're going from that. I know Moxley won his won his match against Juice Robinson. Uh, I know that um, Jack Saber Jr. won. Um, I know Jericho won. Um, Naito beat Okada. So he's dual champion. Nice. I remember that. Um, I'm pretty sure Bushi beat Jay White. I could be wrong. Not 100%. Um, I'm almost positive Kenta beat Goto. And that's about it. Awesome. Yeah. Yes, yes. Yes, yes. Yes. Oh, if you want to actually talk about other wrestling, I don't know if it was this week or not, but I was looking through uh, Ring of Honor results, you know, and stuff. I think it was this week. I could be wrong. I saw that uh, PCO and Marty Skrull in a tag team match. I don't know if it's like actual TV show or the... Yeah, I guess. Favorite. I mean, I know they kind of just basically just like talk I mean, about a bunch still, of random shit and do like two matches. I think they're still the um, Ring of Honor six-man tag change. They might be because it was PCO and Marty Skrull versus... I don't remember who it was. I actually knew the team too. Because I was like, I mean, I bet it's a good tag team match. Oh. So, Must have been on the weekly. We can show them. Because they don't have... I don't think they got pay-per-view coming up till um, Royal Rumble. Yeah, yeah I think it's when oh. there's this. So, no, Impacts is, I think, this weekend. So this weekend. This weekend or next weekend, which is being headlined by um, Sammy Callahan and Tessa Blanchard for the Impact title. Yeah. It's probably one of the more interesting matches on there. I'm sure Rob Van Dam and his hooker have a match on there. Something. <laughs> so... I think nobody really gives a shit. Um, no. Nobody gives a shit. It's probably wrestling Rhino or some bullshit like that. But who cares? Yep. Yeah, so yep. that's pretty much it for the Get in the Ring segment. So we're going to take a quick break. And we'll be back with Weekly Trivia, which uh, we found out what the question was from two weeks ago. So we'll go over that. Uh, we'll hit you with the push fire berry segment and we've got some uh, email questions to go over so stay tuned we will be right back hey y'all this is jim from jim's face paint and tassels warehouse we are your ultimate source for all your face paint and tassel needs whether you are superhero or rock star we also have a wide variety of colored mists so if you're looking for more bang for your buck Shop Jim's face paint and tassels at facepaintandtassels.com. Woo! Oh, 
All right, and we are back. So, let's get into Push Fire Berry. Um, who went first last time? This? I think you went last time, did you? I'm trying to think. I don't even remember. I don't remember. I really don't. All right, well, hold on. You can go first this time. All right. All right, here we go. So, Push Fire Berry this week. Um, for those who are not familiar, basically what it is, we have a random list of names. This week it is Women Superstars. So we will pick three at random. And our options are Push One, Bury One, or Fire One. Pretty simple. So let's start the randomizer. So Garrett's first is Thunder Rosa. Second, Kelly Klein. Give me someone shitty, someone shitty, someone shitty. And Taya. A weird fucking the list. longest reigning Impact Knockouts champion. Taya. Weirdest list of people I would have gotten. Mrs. John Morrison. Mrs. John Morrison. Yep. All right. Push fire Barry. Okay. I'm going to have to fire Thunder Rosa. I like Thunder Rosa. But I had to fire. Okay. I'm going to bury Kelly Klein. And I'm okay. going to push Taya. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. All right. My turn. Kind of difficult, but not that bad. Not that bad. I've had worse. <laughs> Way worse. And the randomizer. Asuka. Starting off bad. Oh, man. It's like last time. <laughs> <laughs> Becky Lynch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, he's firing. Jesus. Come on, be so oh, let's see. Sasha Banks. Oh, God, so easy. Damn it. Oh, here we go. So easy. Push Asuka. Bury Becky. Fire Sasha. So fucking easy. <laughs> if I don't fucking need to ever put Sasha in this fucking list. <laughs> I mean, damn it, I put Riho in this list. I would have fired her ass, too, and she's the fucking champion. God, I just can't watch and She's it. only champion because she was trained by Omega. That's the only reason why. Fuck Riho. Okay, so there is that. Um, let's pop into the Q and A. They think they got the answers. I change the questions. So we got some uh, email questions here from Carl, the MVP. The MVP has uh, emailed well, some questions. You know, just listens to the shadows, listens in the shadows, and uh, <laughs> occasionally ascends something. Yeah. So, uh, first question he had was, favorite movie featuring a wrestler? Not starring or cameo. I don't fucking understand this question at all. Because, like, it's either they were starring in the movie or it was a cameo. Like, <laughs> do you mean, like, wrestling in the background? Because, like, the only one that really comes to my mind for that one is Highlander. Because, like, the opening of the movie is fucking the Freebirds wrestling someone else. 
So, I mean, if that's what you mean, then Highlander. So, <laughs> if that's not what you mean, then ready to rumble. So. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't so. say I didn't say we should just say the wrestler to be safe. <coughs> I mean the wrestlers, you know, fucking wrestler movie, right? I mean, it's about a wrestler. It's about you a wrestler. Randy the Ram, baby. So but it does have wrestlers in it. Yeah. Like Ernest the Cat Miller is like plays Randy's huge like rival from back in the day. And even like you've got like other wrestlers that actually have roles in that movie. But Whatever. Yeah. So, so my answer is Highlander or Ready to Rumble. Oh, God. Well, let's just go to the next question. Uh, next question was our favorite Finley match. In all honesty, anything Finley versus Chris Benoit. Yep. There, there's really, you know, Finley versus Chris Benoit versus Booker T., any match involving them or William Regal or probably some of Finley's best work. I would agree. I mean, I even remember, like, I mean, even when he's in, like, those, like, uh, ladder matches, I remember when he, he was in, uh, I remember, WrestleMania 22. I remember he was in a, um, Elimination Chamber too, right? I think he was in one, and he like had the shillelagh in his cage and just beat the shit out of everybody with it. That's the only reason I liked him so bad. He'd come out there and beat the shit out of everybody with it. Finley's the man. Finley's awesome. Love Finley. Finley has a huge credit for the current state of the women's division as well. So, especially back in the you know pre-women's evolution with like Tori Wilson and Stacey Keebler, Trish Stratus. Finley was the one that went to bat to try to get them more TV time and things like that. So Finley, Finley definitely is a true legend and deserves a spot in the Hall of Fame. So, <coughs> all right. And final question from our MVP. I don't even know why he sent this one to begin with. The fucking wrestling podcast. Oh, I know why so, he sent it. Well, I don't know why he sent it too, but he wants to know we who we have. In the Titans versus the Ravens game. So I want to start off saying uh, MVP. Um, when you guys lose this weekend, I need you to hide that ugly ass jacket you wear. And don't bring it into my work center ever again. You leave it at home in your closet. You can put a little hanger on it, whatever you want to do. Just leave it in there. We don't want to see you wear it after this weekend. Now, I'm not saying that you're going to lose. I'm just saying, if you lose, put it in the closet. Put it in the closet. Uh, football sucks. Uh-oh. I, I don't watch football. Football sucks. No. My wife told me I couldn't say that, but I'm saying it anyway. Football sucks. <laughs> so, yeah, that's your answer. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> yep. Wrestling podcast, man, fuck that shit. <laughs> and that's it for the Q and A. Trivia question: Two weeks ago, uh, we asked what former manager coined the phrase "pencil neck geek." If you knew, the answer was classy. 
Freddie Blassie. Go ahead and give yourself that good old-fashioned Barry Horowitz pat on the back. Yep, yep, yep. And this week's question. I uh, found it from the depths. And you need to listen to the question specifically. So the question this week is which of the following has never appeared as a member of the Dudley family in ECW? Your answers are Snot Dudley, Chubby Dudley, my man Big Dick Dudley, and Stacy Keebler. Yeah. So if you think you know the answer, go ahead and post that on any one of the social media posts promoting this week's episode of the show. Um, or you can go ahead and email us at askrussellgettingpodcast at gmail.com. Throw in the subject line, episode 24 trivia question, with your answer in the body of the email. And I'm going to tell you what, it's going to be one that uh, a couple of those names are uh, something that you're not going to think are actually real, but they are. <laughs> so. <laughs> we'll, see, uh, we'll see how many of y'all can actually get this right. Oh. Oh, Lord. So Funny that thing. that is going to wrap up another edition of the Russell Gettin Podcast. Yeah, we from, did uh, Yeah, 24. We're 24. one episode away from 25. Yeah. Oh. Good times, good times, good times. Maybe we'll have a giveaway in the near future. Maybe. Very near future. We'll see. We shall see. No guarantees, but we'll see. But, like I said, that's going to wrap this up. Got shit to do. Yeah. All that fun stuff. So, thank you all for listening. Giving up your valuable time for an hour or so to listen to us talk about stupid shit and wrestling. So, for myself, Christy Heat Matthews, and Garrett G. Money Mun, thanks for joining us. And stay classy, Marks. Later. Better call bitches us out. Better keep it classy. I keep it classy. Okay. <laughs>